0: Being a black woman in America is exhausting. It can be so exhausting. And I talked about this on my last live. We went three hours just venting about the burden of being a black woman in America. We feel it on all sides. We feel it from the majority. We feel it from our counterparts. We see it in the money. We see it in how we're treated, how we're portrayed in media, between the violence Put against our people, the violence taken against our people, to almost like the disregard of the trauma that we all experience with this violence. And what's more insulting is that the world continues to go on. The world continues to seem to turn without really taking into consideration the things that Black people go through on a daily basis. And that is exhausting. Fighting for relevance, fighting for empathy, fighting for understanding, fighting for justice is exhausting. And so what I've realized is that the world is probably not going to fight for me. The world is not going to fight to keep me safe. The world is not going to prioritize my wellness. It's not going to prioritize my joy, my healing. But I have to do those things for myself. And so I made a list of, you know, easy self-care tips for black women, um, especially with what's going on today around tragedy. It's almost like we're expected to take the tragedy and turn lemons into lemonade. And sometimes some things just suck. Sometimes we need to prioritize ourselves and not other people. And I know that the world looks at Black people like a mule. It looks, at, it looks at Black women as a means to have the outcome it desires, right? And not necessarily the best outcome for Black people. They see Black bodies as a way to make money, um, as a way to push forth their narratives, as a way to get voters, but not really as valuable, holy, sacred beings. And so I made this list of self-care because we have to prioritize ourselves. We can't depend on somebody else to do it for us. We have to do it ourselves. And self-care itself can be can be so fake, in my opinion. A lot of people talk about self-care in a very capitalistic way. They talk about self-care as in like, you know, luxurious bubble baths and you know going out of the country. And for a lot of people, they either don't have the time, resources, energy to do all that stuff. And some of that can start to feel like a chore. But the list that I have compiled are lists of things that we can do today to get started with taking care of ourselves. Okay? So go with me. I have about uh, 20, 20 options, 22 options um, to talk about for black women and self-care. So number one, breathe deeply. The reason why I put that there is because I take a lot of shallow breaths and we don't really see, we don't really, we can't really tell that we're taking shallow breaths or how long we've gone without taking a deep breath until we actually intentionally take a deep breath. So take a deep breath with me. Inhale. And then Exhale one more time. Inhale. And then exhale. A lot of us are carrying on with short breath. A lot of us are carrying on being very tense, very rigid, and we don't really realize how shallow our breaths are. So make sure that you are taking a deep breath. Close your eyes, ground yourself and take a deep breath. The second thing I have is to go in nature that's where I am now. Um, after that talk, after what happened in Buffalo, New York, I just felt a call, a pull to go to nature. I didn't feel safe going to the gym. I didn't feel safe going to the store. I felt safety in nature, the quiet. Nature can be so medicinal. Nature can be so healing. Nature can be freeing from the constant noise and the busyness of the world. And so I like to retreat to nature to heal. So that's my second one. Get some sunlight, get some fresh air, listen to the river i have a river in front of me and i just like listen to it it's very healing it feels so good to my soul it's nourishing so do that number three do absolutely nothing that's valid that is self-care doing absolutely nothing not meeting anybody else's requirements not going anywhere not fulfilling other people's needs doing nothing like just sitting and still and doing nothing right and i say that because the world is so noisy The world is always go, go, go. It's always on to the next thing. It's always on to the next goal, on to the next achievement. Even again, with self-care, it's like, yes, like, you know, buy these things. And it's like sometimes the best self-care is to do nothing at all, to sit still and do nothing, to breathe. And I really feel like it teaches us to just be. And when we realize that we have internal worth that cannot be taken away from us, we're okay with just being still, with not doing anything. We don't feel the guilt of, I should be being productive right now. Resting is productive. Doing nothing is productive. How else can you heal? How else can you hear yourself? How else can you hear God if you aren't quiet, if you aren't still? Number four, sleep. Sleep kind of goes along with resting, but sleep is different. Sleep is necessary. A lot of people are team no sleep. A lot of people are up doom scrolling or, you know, up doing work that they think is going to get them where rest can only get them. I love following women who are changing my view around rest and sleep. Shout out to the Nat Ministry. Um, she is phenomenal. Her work is phenomenal. So please go check her out. But rest and sleep are so important. Rest and sleep are so important. One thing she talks about is our enslaved ancestors and how they were deprived of sleep. They were deprived of rest, of play, of calm, right? Of being. But when we sleep, that's the only time our body really has time to rejuvenate, to heal itself. It can't heal itself if we're always moving. Like, it's always prioritizing other things because we're doing. When we stop doing and start being and resting, that's when our body can really heal itself. That's when our mind can heal itself, right? That's when we can dream, imagine. But if we're not getting enough sleep, then... We're going to be deprived. We might become more ill. I know for me, if I miss sleep, I'm more susceptible to sickness. I'm more susceptible to get a cold or, you know, the flu. My immune system goes down. Sleep is so important to us. And a lot of us are not are not getting good sleep. Like we might be sleeping, but not be getting good sleep. And good, restorative, regenerative sleep is so important. Okay? Number five, move the body. Go for a walk, stretch, massage yourself, right? Give yourself a hug, but get that energy out of you, right? Get that energy moving. We don't want that negative energy. We don't want that uh, trauma just sitting in our bodies, right? I think there is a time to mourn and to grieve and we'll get to that in a second, but sometimes we have to move. I know for me, as I struggle with depression, sometimes moving, I don't wanna do it, but when I start doing it, when I start moving that energy, when I start moving my body, I start to feel so much better and that's only because I start moving. So do something gentle. You don't have to run five miles you don't have to lift weights but walking or stretching these are some of the most healing exercises hugging yourself right massaging your body massaging your face like just touching and feeling yourself and actually appreciating the body that God gave you that can that can aid in self-care One thing to note is that self-care is very personal. So your self-care does not have to look like everybody else's because it is for yourself, right? It is for you. So understand that even if you're not taking the baths, even if you're not going to the spa, even if you're not, you know, going out of town, whatever works for you to make yourself feel like a whole person, whatever works for you to heal, whatever works for yourself to thrive, do that. That counts and that matters. Um, Get together with friends, right? Like, people who get it get in community with people who understand right so even with the tragedy that happened in buffalo it just seems like a five minute news cycle and then we're on to the next thing where we as a community we feel it we feel it collectively right and so if i'm trying to explain how i feel on twitter on facebook on on youtube or anywhere else like instagram some people are just not going to get it the majority is not going to get it they're not going to get it but for other people, the groups of families that you have, your friends, your your selected family, right? Some people do get it, and I think it's really important to have that community around us to rally with us, to hold us, to hold us, um, to hold us safely and securely when we feel like we're losing everything, when we feel like we're losing our minds. Community is so important. Again, going back to the re- to the NAP ministry, um, she was talking about. Uh, community care right and how everybody's talking about like self-care and it's very individual right it's very like on me like it's on me to fix myself so that I can be productive so that I can fix everybody else where communal care community care is more about the collective it's more about holding space for each other healing each other right like doing enough for each other so we don't have to do it alone and I feel like that's the best way to heal that's the best way to heal number seven pray vent mourn scream cry do what you have to do to get your feelings out Do whatever you have to do to get your feelings out. Again, screaming is very healthy. Crying is very healthy. Mourning, we should be mourning. This is a tragic situation. And life can be really, really hard. And so you want to make sure that you have a space, a safe space to do that. That could be community, but it could just be by yourself. It could be praying to God and telling him that you're angry. Why didn't you protect us, God? Why didn't you come through for me? Why did you allow these people to do these things to me? I'm very honest in my prayers to God. Um, I'm very honest about what I need. I'm very honest about what I feel. I don't feel like I have to approach him in a way that's very, you know mature or very put together i come to him in shambles and he puts me together right and so for you whatever that practice is give yourself space to be honest right give yourself space to be vulnerable to be uh to be non non non-judgmental of yourself in your brokenness in your pain in your anger right in your rage give yourself permission to do that and vent do that thing because that is healing right so we all deserve to be seen, heard, valued, and loved. We all deserve to be validated. And so again, find yourself community or find a place where you can vent. My husband once took me on a um, on a date, and we went to this smash house where I broke a lot of glass. I broke a lot of things. I took a bat to things, and I did it in a space where it was like, it was meant to do right. And so I had never broken anything on purpose. I had never. Punched things on purpose and so really moving and getting that energy out of me like being able to break stuff in a place where people are not judging me for breaking stuff it felt good like find yourself one of those things I promise you you'll feel a lot better you'll feel a lot better once you get those emotions moving and it's not to say that afterwards I wasn't angry right I wasn't angry anymore I wasn't hurt anymore but what did happen was it allowed me to start processing my feelings like I acknowledged my feelings I allowed myself to feel deeply to feel hurt to feel pain to feel anger to feel rage and I raged out Give yourself grace to complain <laughs> give yourself grace to complain i on the live somebody was saying that I'm just complaining and I have the right to complain I have the right to be angry I have the right to be disappointed I have the right to be broken right I have the right to be but so often black women are looked at as just strong that we have to be strong through everything no we don't no we don't and I'm not strong right like I am human despite what the world tells me despite what people try to tell me even fellow black women I am not strong I am a human being I'm vulnerable. I am weak. I am I am all the things right like I am a multifaceted person. And that includes um, anger and that includes pain. That includes chaos and confusion and disappointment and betrayal, like all the things, all the things that the world doesn't allow us to feel. The world does not look at black women as multifaceted. The world looks at black women as a monolith just strong. And so they use our strength. They mine us of our strength, right? They mine us of our energy. They mine us of our resources, our knowledge, our wisdom, and often give nothing, nothing back. And so if you can take me at my strength, you can take me at my weakness. And if if you cannot, you do not deserve to be around me in my strength. So that's just give yourself grace. You can complain. It's allowed. Like I love, you know, the church folk, but sometimes, you know, the toxic positivity is too much. Don't tell me that I won't complain. I will complain because who else am I going to complain to? (laughs) Like, who else am I going to complain to? Okay, rant over. Number seven, I'm sorry, number eight, eat and drink nourishingly and lovingly. I know that it's not the healthiest thing, and I'm probably going to get some backlash for this, but sometimes you do need comfort food. Sometimes you need food that heals you, but also you need food that feels good to eat sometimes. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying to develop a complex, obviously. I'm not saying to abuse food, but sometimes food can be nourishing. And on the other side, eating healthily, right? Eating greens, eating fresh fruits and vegetables, getting sunlight, drinking water. These, thing, these things aid in the healing of our souls, in the in the healing of our body. Sorry, butterfly I just flew by. I hope it comes by this, this way. But either way, like the food that... That we eat does inform our body. It informs our, it informs how we think about ourselves. You know, so really think about the food that we are consuming, the things that we are consuming. Right, the media, all these different things. Make sure that what you're consuming is helping your body, healing you, right, holding you, keeping you safe, keeping you, keeping you healthy. Number nine, choose your peace. So set boundaries. I know that we're taught culturally to not really have boundaries we're taught to give everything especially as christians we're taught to give everything of ourselves like unto death like we're supposed to give everything of ourselves and and it's almost like worn as a badge of honor it's time out for that set boundaries for yourself if that means not watching the media not watching the news not talking about certain things at a certain time if that means you know prioritizing yourself other over other people do that that is how you take care of yourself, because the truth is, it's very sad, but that phrase that says we teach people how to treat us, it's true. People, pe- Some people will literally push us to our limits as long as we allow them to, but it's up to us to set the boundaries to say what is and is not appropriate. And so we can set the boundaries and say, no more, I'm not going to listen to the song, I'm not going to watch this content, I'm not going to listen to what you say, I'm not going to watch the media and the news, try to spin this around, I'm not going to argue with people in the comments. That's for me. I'm not going to go back and forth with you. I'm going to set boundaries to keep myself sane. I'm healthy, full, like, and to keep myself loved as I heal. Number 10, create something for fun, for healing or for ease. So this is hard as a creative who makes money creating because I have to be intentional about setting aside activities, excursions, places, people, like just for fun, right? Just for enjoyment because I, if I treat myself like a workhorse, I'm training, training myself to believe that my worth comes from the work that I create, the work that I do, the work that I put out in the world. But the truth is that my worth is invaluable, and so I have to start treating myself like a real human being. And so that starts with me. So I have to do the work of being like, you know what? No, I'm going to, I'm going to just like finger paint for fun. Right. I'm just going to like go for a photo walk and take in the nature and really capture what my eye sees, like what's standing out to me. Right. Like putting aside activities, um, hobbies and things that are just for fun, just for pleasure. And even in that and doing that, It's healing. Self-care is not a competition. It is not for other people. It is not for the look or the appeal. I know that everything is curated. Everything has a vibe, right? But even if you just sit in your pajamas all day long and you don't look like anything to anybody else, if you're taking care of yourself, that counts and that should be celebrated. So don't worry about how your self-care routine looks like to other people. Don't worry about what other people might think about what you're doing. Really focus on how you feel, what your intuition is telling you what your soul needs and if it needs rest if it needs play if it needs therapy if it needs friends give it what it needs if it needs food if it needs drink if it needs something different give your soul what it needs to nourish itself and to replenish itself and to heal yourself 11 listening to healing music or ambient sounds again the sound of nature is healing it's medicinal and so I have a playlist on Spotify that I play, but I also collect sounds where I go. I collect the beach sounds, I collect the waves, I collect the sounds of a creek or a river, I collect the birds chirping, right? Because that is that is centering, that that is that is grounding for me. But also the music I listen to, I'm very intentional about the music that I play in the morning. I'm very intentional about the music that I listen to when I'm down, or depressed, or when I when I want to celebrate and party, right? Like I'm very intentional, and it's because the music we listen to, our body is listening, right? The things that we're taking in, our body is taking in, it's consuming that, it's digesting those things, and so. I want to be intentional about the music that I listen to and sometimes I put together a playlist a good morning Playlist for when i'm feeling depressed It includes music from you know shaka khan and the temptations and just like music that feels good music that can change My mood number 12 brush your teeth and wash your face as someone again who struggles with depression chronic illness Sometimes I don't feel like getting up and taking care of myself I'm, just being honest because i'm not going anywhere. I'm not seeing anybody But when I brush my teeth and wash my face, I actually start to feel like a person one it's a tactile way to ground myself. It's very therapeutic to be able to brush. Oh, the butterfly. It's very therapeutic to brush my to brush my teeth, right? To have the same um, activity I do every morning, right? It's grounding, but also washing my face. I'm feeling my face, right? I'm I'm feeling the lines and, and and my skin and the warmth, right? And the beauty in my face. It's helping me to ground myself. So just try brushing your teeth and washing your face. If you can't do anything, if you can't get in the shower, right? If you can't get yourself together, like just brush your face, brush your face, brush your teeth and wash your face, and then try laying back down and seeing how you feel differently. We cannot self-care away our pain. We cannot self-care away our trauma. We cannot self-care away the things we feel collectively. But sometimes it's important to prioritize ourselves. Sometimes it's just important to be able to be human, to be able to to take small steps to care for ourselves. And so those can be small steps. We can choose ourselves. Number 13, make a joy list. I have done this multiple times. I'm still going to redo it. I'm going to share it with you. But essentially, the joy list is just there to refer back to when you need joy in your life, when you need activities or places or people, when you need to be reminded of what brings you joy. Right. When you need to be um, focused on joy in your life, to prioritize joy. And so my joy list includes going out in nature, going to Target, right? Um, Going on a walk, right? It it includes taking photos, it includes making music, seeing my friends, just a list of things that actually feed my soul and nourish me and help me to heal. Trust your gut. So yes, even if stuff looks aesthetically pleasing, if it doesn't please the soul, the mind, if it doesn't give you ease, if it doesn't give you rest, if it doesn't nourish you, put it down, it's unnecessary shout out to the birds <laughs> veg out just watch tv watch tv you can watch youtube everything doesn't have to be a thing everything doesn't have to be you know super deep everything doesn't have to be super spiritual sometimes it's good just to escape and i like watching tv i like listening to music i like listening to podcasts because escape escape isn't isn't always good but sometimes it's not always bad either sometimes you need a break from being real you need a break from the existence of black people it's just amazing to me how how the world you know, can operate in compartmentalized things in their lives, right? Where for a lot of black people, like we, we don't have the privilege, excuse me, we don't have the, a lot of black people don't have the privilege of being able to compartmentalize social justice and healing and, you know, spirituality, like everything is tied together. We don't have that privilege that a lot of other groups do of not having to be constantly under pressure, constantly aware, constantly healing, constantly fighting for justice, right? Like even in our personal lives, like constantly um, trying to be seen or validated or heard. A lot of other people don't have these experiences. So sometimes it's just good just to be a person watching TV and not doing anything at all. Everything doesn't have to be deep. <laughs> Some things can just be for joy or for pleasure or for escape. Number 15, call out of work. Use them days. And even if you don't have days, if you can afford to not get paid for a day, call out of work. A lot of us are facing a lot of trauma in life. And while the world gets to turn and gets to focus on other things, like this is our lived existence, right? And so the atrocities that happen in Buffalo, for example, a lot of people went to, went to work on Monday, not thinking about it, not doing anything but us. We, we thought about it, right? We thought about We thought about that safety. We thought about the trauma and how it just seems like the world turns like nothing happened. But for us, this is our lived reality. Call out of work if you need to. Take that day. Take a self-care day. I am an advocate of self-care days. My old boss used to tell me like, oh, well, you don't have any days. I'm like, okay, I won't get paid today. And I had the luxury of doing that. So if you don't have the privilege, I understand. But if you do, take the day. You are not your job. You're worth more than the money they give you anyway. I promise um, you're being underpaid, you're being undervalued. And sometimes you just need, you just need a day. You need, to, you need time just to be a person, to be away from the doing and the um, being productive and the making other people money. You just need time to yourself, to sleep in, to go to the grocery store when nobody else is there, right? Like to go to the park, to go to a museum, to just be a person, to take yourself out to lunch. Like find a day where you can take a self-care day, a mental health day. And just follow your intuition. Just do what you need to do to take care of yourself. 16. Pick up a slow activity or hobby. So slow activities, right? Photography, walking, knitting, crocheting, things that are grounding, painting, things that take time, right? Things that aren't about necessarily the outcome, but the process. The process itself should be healing. The process should be slow. So some examples I said were like um, cloud watching, like watching the clouds. And I share some clouds with you, but like, laying on your back and watching the clouds doesn't require you to be an expert. It doesn't require you to be good. It just requires you to be, to observe, to see, right? And so we want to pick up activities that allow us to, that allow us to be able to be and to see, but also that ground us, right? That doesn't require us to be good at anything. Stargazing, these kinds of things, try to implement those activities where you're not necessarily judging yourself on your performance. Rather, you are prioritizing your self-pleasure and your enjoyment, unplug from everything. Go offline, right? Like I put out a song called Go Offline. For your re- for your weary soul, go offline. And I mean that, right? Like unplug. It's just too much. I don't really know if God really intended for us to be so connected all the time, so connected to other people's opinions and their feelings and their experiences, living vicariously through so many people. I don't know if that's damaging or if that's healthy. A part of me feels like it's very damaging like to, to have to always be connected to other people never be alone with our own thoughts our own beliefs never really chewing through our own perspectives because we're always consuming the perspectives of the others where I think that sometimes what is important is that we get quiet with ourselves a lot of us don't know who we are a lot of us don't know ourselves because we're so busy taking in other stuff from other people or so busy trying to be people who taught people who other people told us we had to be right to be successful to be loved to be valued and so that requires us to unplug Figure out what your dream is. Figure out what healing is to you. Figure out how you feel, right? And also avoid the triggers. Avoid triggers. Like I have to remind myself, do not go in this comment section. You already know it's going to be controversial. Do not go in this comment section because I know if I go in the comment section, I'm going to be triggered. I'm going to be upset. Um, So just reminding yourself, setting boundaries for yourself, but also just unplugging. Everything ain't for the internet. Everything is not urgent. You don't have to know about it right now. You're not missing out on a lot of things. I promise you it's not even... A lot of stuff is not happening. (laughs) Like we think like we're so afraid of like fear of missing out when we're not missing out on anything but ourselves. We're only missing out on our own lives. And that is the real tragedy, not being connected to social media. Life is to be lived, not to be consumed through screens, not to be, you know, lived for the grand, right? Life is to be lived for us. 18. Learn to say no. I'm still learning this thing. Learn to say no. Learn to say that's enough. Learn to say I've done enough, right? Learn to walk away. Learn to appreciate this environment, these people, these places, but be okay with, right, the next season of leaving, of going, of trying something new, right? Be okay with saying no. And again, it's easier said than done, obviously. I'm, like I said, I'm still learning how to say no, but we have to protect our peace. We have to protect our joy, our health, our resources. We have to protect ourselves. And like I said, the world looks at black women as a resource. It sees black women as as a way to get ahead, and so they will use us until we can't be used anymore. And there's nothing wrong with being generous. There's nothing wrong with helping other people, but we have to be wise about how we're helping people. Is this beneficial? If what you're doing leaves you empty, like like empty, it's probably not good. Even for Christians, I know a lot of people say like, oh, I got to give, I got to give unto myself and to others. No, you don't. Like, no, you don't. Like, God would not require you to be abused. God would not require you to be used, to be exploited. Because that's what it really is. It's giving exploitation. <laughs> and the truth is, you know when you want to say no. But a lot of times we don't say no because we're people pleasing or we feel like, oh, I'm going to be mean if I say no or they're going to hate me or X, Y, and Z. A lot of people are just very understanding. A lot of people just don't know, right? They don't know that they are being a burden. And so when you tell them no in a very kind way, a lot of them will get it, right? A lot of, oh, okay, cool. I'll ask somebody else because there's always somebody else who can do the thing. I promise you there is always somebody else. There is, all, and it's humbling, but it's also freeing, right? It's humbling to know that everything not. does rely on me to work, but it's also freeing because I don't have to be everything for everybody. 19, be okay with not being okay. It is okay to not be okay. I know we live in a super positive world. I know that we are always like, you know, see the bright side, see the silver silver lining. Some things don't have a silver lining. What happened on Sunday in Buffalo did not have a silver lining, right? What what we face on a day-to-day poverty, right? Um, Abuse, all these things, neglect, Uh, What we face on the internet every day From our male counterparts It is not okay There is no silver lining There is no silver lining And sometimes it's okay to not be okay And I know that a lot of us are trying to avoid Trying to be the angry black woman as I am But sometimes it's okay to be angry Angry is an emotion that is valid There is a such thing as righteous anger Like people being harmed Like that's righteous anger to be upset about that, right? People not being valued, people being talked down to, abused, like all these things, like poverty, people not having the food or clothes or shelter they need, rising prices, like it's okay to be angry. It's okay to be upset. If you're angry, that makes you human. That makes you empathetic. That makes you understanding. That means that you see what's really happening, the wickedness in the world. It's okay to not be okay it's wild here. It's crazy here. It's okay to be tired, to be angry, to be hurt. It's okay. I give you permission. If nobody else gives you permission, I will. Find and create your own sanctuary. Find and create your own sanctuary. So I'm not just talking about like, you know, having a sanctuary in church, although that can be a place. But like I said, nature for me, that's a sanctuary. Feeling safe out here, feeling open, free, hearing the sounds of nature and people playing in the distance, right? Like seeing people enjoy the greenery. Like that is healing to me. And that is sanctuary to me. Target healing to me. My car is healing to me. That's a sanctuary to me. Um, so finding a place where you feel safe, where you feel valued, loved, finding a place where you can feel you can feel seen, right? That you don't have to be looking over your shoulder all the time. Um, and I know in this world, it's very hard to do that. Even while I'm out here, I'm constantly like, <laughs> OK, what's going on? Right. But. I'm very intentional about finding sanctuaries for myself. My sanctuaries are also my notebooks, right? I can be honest in here. I can write how I feel. I can share what I want to say. Sanctuaries can also be people that I love, right? People that I value, people that value me and my opinions. Sanctuary can also be music. It could be movies. It could be whatever you need it to be just so that you can feel safe and, and, and unburdened, right? Like we carry so much stress in our bodies. We carry so much um so much armor, like we're always on, on guard, you know, because we don't know what's out there. We don't know what's going to happen, but it feels so good to be able to, um, it feels so good to be able to not have to look over your shoulder all the time. So find those sanctuaries for yourself, because if you're always in a state of stress and fear and worry, then you're not healthy. You're not healing. You're not able to be all of yourself. You're not able to be free. Go slow. I had a morning routine, but sometimes I felt like, um, a morning routine could be more work. Like a morning routine can be laborious. But what I loved about my morning routine is that I prioritize joy. I prioritize going slow. I take my time, right? I massage my face. I do slow activities. I'm not always, it's not always about being productive. And that's why I push away a lot of self-care, things that people say, a lot of like morning routine stuff, because a lot of it's just about productivity. It's not really about healing. It's not really about being, it's not really about um, soul nourishing things. It's about being productive, almost like we're in a competition. Oh yeah, my morning routine is amazing. It's lit. Like, it's like, but is it healing? Are you free? You know what I'm saying? So in my morning routine, I prioritize I prioritize my joy. I prioritize my pleasure. I prioritize my peace. And I prioritize going slow. I'm not in a rush for anybody. If I get up at 8, wonderful. If I get up at 10, wonderful. If I get up at 6 and I don't get out the bed until 11 o'clock, wonderful. My focus is not about trying to be productive for productivity's sake. My focus is about healing it's about being it's about setting the intentions for the day and if I start my day rushed if I start my day panicked if I start my day stressed the rest of my day is going to feel like that too and so I want to be intentional about prioritizing joy pleasure rest um, fun um, because that's how I want my day to feel so I am not the expert on anything and I love going to community to be able to seek out answers and so I went to the discord shout out to y'all and I asked what are some self-care tips that they would like to provide that they do for themselves and so I want to share a few answers with you okay so Sunkissed Echoes says, Good morning. A few ways that I implement self-care is to show up to therapy at least once a month. Should be more, but coins. And girl, I feel you. <laughs> Another is that I have a journal. And on, sunny sun, and on sunny days, I make sure I sit out or go for a walk for at least 30 minutes. My mental health declines when I don't stick to those things. And same. Teresa says, prayer, drinking my favorite teas, and never scheduling more than one thing to accomplish per day. And I love this one because a lot of us are overpacking our schedules for no reason, like who are we trying to impress with our schedules? I love the concept of the one thing, like choosing one thing to do a day. And if I do that, that's enough, right? That's enough. Or even if it doesn't get done, that's okay too. Like it'll get done tomorrow. But this need to make everything urgent, everything important is hustle culture in another name, right? It's a, it's a need to compete with other people. We always have to be so productive. And that's one of the reasons why I push away self-care in some ways that it's that it's talked about because it's all about productivity. How can I get this much done today instead of just like being healing and thriving? And sometimes the best best way to thrive is to go slow, to take your time. You don't have to do everything today. Everything is not urgent. Everything is not important, even if the world makes it seem like it is so. Sarita says... I implement self-care by resting and sleeping and making sure I eat. I love that. Like, just like basic things that we forget, basic things we put on the back burner, trying to chase success, productivity, all these different things that really get in the way of us living our best lives. Jane Chan says, last night, I finally tested these Dove bath bombs. My skin felt so smooth afterwards. So taking long baths are one way that I self-care. One, I love that for you. I am too tall to do that. My body will not fit in a tub um, without my knees or like my chest hanging out. So, So I love that for you. But I do love that intention about taking it slow, right? And trying new things. What new things can you try to implement self-care? What new things have you been putting off because you're like, oh, well, I don't have the money. I don't have the resources or I don't want to do X, Y, and Z. What things can you try to do today? Fat Hippie Chick says, I have implemented self-care by setting boundaries, eating plant-based, removing myself from drama, removing toxic music and TV shows from my life. I'm finding peace and I'm enjoying it. I love that because we really don't take into consideration what content we're taking in and how it affects our health, our mindset, the way that we view ourselves, the way we view others, right? It really can destroy our day. If I take in the wrong content, like in the morning, which I'm trying not to take in social media in the morning, if I take in the wrong content, my whole day will be ruined from other people's opinions or other people's posts or their their art, different things like that. So the music that I want to take in, I want it to be nourishing, I want it to be healing, I want it to be loving. If if my life is a garden, then I have to be intentional about the seeds that I am planting in my garden. I want to plant a peace, love, joy, right? Um, pace taking my time, but I can't do that if I am chasing the wind or taking in things that are not nourishing to me. So that's really important. Thank you for sharing that. And BJoy67 said in the Discord that they no longer do anything they don't want to do anymore. And I love that because that is so freeing. A lot of times we do stuff because we feel like we have to do it, even under the guise of self-care. Oh, I have to do a face mask. Oh, I have to go to the spa, whatever it is. And so sometimes all it is is just saying no, setting a boundary, saying, I'm not doing the thing that I don't want to do and being okay with the no. And also being okay with the self-care that doesn't feel good to you putting it down stop trying to force yourself into these boxes or force yourself to do things that don't feel good to you your soul knows your spirit knows if you don't like doing face masks don't do face masks if you don't like getting massaged don't do that but find something that works for yourself find until you try it because i promise you it is so rewarding once you prioritize yourself and your self-care once you nourish yourself Lady Luck says, hello, everyone. Self-care has become a priority for me over the last couple of years. I quit the social work field. I take walks. I take naps. I sit by the lake. I say no to many requests. I embrace ease, etc. I do whatever is peaceful and joyful for me when possible. I just learned about practicing grounding and earthing, and I'll be starting tonight. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that, Lady Luck. That is beautiful. And it's like social work is such a giving field to work in it can be a thankless job from what I hear obviously like I don't work in that field but it's a very giving job and it's a job that you can't just really leave at home leave at work like you take it home with you take the burdens with you take that emotional uh, trauma with you and so it's really important that you prioritize and sometimes like even though the work needs to get done sometimes it doesn't need to get done by us and I love that you chose yourself and I love that you didn't allow you know what other people said or what other people thought deter you from choosing yourself. That is beautiful, that is healing, that is inspirational. So shout out to the Discord crew. If you want to join, be sure to join. I'll share the link. Um, yeah, and see you there. So I want you to t- just take a moment, right? Scan your body. Scan your body. This is the 20-second um, thing that I do, but just scan your body. If you made it to the end of the video, wonderful. <laughs> um, but scan your body. Close your eyes and just scan your body. Like, take a deep breath. Unclench your jaw. Like, I have TMJ because I've been stressed. And I when I sleep, I clench. So unclench your jaw, right? Relax your shoulders. Again, take a deep breath and just scan all through your body. Feel where you're like tightening yourself. Feel where you feel unsafe. Feel where you're like, you don't feel secure, right? Relax those things. Relax those things. I need to set a reminder to do that for myself every hour. I'm going to be starting doing it now because I carry so much stress in my body and I don't really realize that until it's the end of the day or until um, I'm sick or until I have TMJ (laughs) like I do now and so I have to be very intentional about checking in with myself, checking in with my body, seeing where I'm, where I'm holding stress, venting in the morning about things. That's why when I take, when I go to God in prayer, I vent about the things I hate about my life. I vent about the things that are upsetting me, about the things that um, cause me pain. i vent been about everything because I need to get that stress out of me. I need to get that stress out of my body. And I really feel like God designed it that way. God did not design the, the body to carry so much stress, to worry about things that we cannot control, to worry about other people we cannot control. Right. God didn't give us our bodies to abuse it with stress. And this living in this world is so stressful. Living in this country is so stressful. So we have to prioritize ourselves. We have to prioritize our peace. So it's a calming exercise you can do. Grounding. Scan your body from top, from head to toe. Feeling your head. What do you hear? What do you taste? What do you smell? Like, make yourself present. Ground yourself. And then try to release the stress and the tension from your body. Move your body. Stretch, right? Stretch. Go for a walk. You know what I mean? Like, don't hold that stress in your body. So I hope this was helpful. If it was, let me know. <laughs> um, yeah. And I hope that you will be able to take these uh, these tips with you. I hope you'll be able to find some rest, some respite, some um, some healing and take care of yourself. Self-care doesn't have to be a thing that is, you know, expensive and luxurious and, and, you know, it can be. But it can also just be you just being. That could be self-care. That's the greatest self-care It's just you giving yourself permission to be yourself. You give yourself permission to be in whatever state that you're in without the pressure of having to have it all together, without the pressure of having to be happy or joyful. Like, no, life sucks. Life sucks. And sometimes we just need to mourn it. We need to mourn it. So, all right, I love you. Talk to you all later. And if you like this video, check out this one. And I'll talk to you all soon. Bye.
1: Don't have to outside